Can you believe it's been a year since everything went down? Got a couple leaks in the roof now, and the cabin was ransacked, so no buckets or pots and pans to catch the drips, which means sink or swim. Can you swim, Sheriff, with your wrists and your ankles tied up? Oh, I know it's not gonna flood in here. But the question stands, Sheriff. Can you swim with your wrists and ankles tied up? I sort of picture you flicking in the water like a mosquito larva. And then down, 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 down. Except you're already as down as you can go. So it's probably more like... And then stillness. Doesn't stillness sound nice? A little bit of R.I.P. <laughs> I haven't rested since the first time I set foot in this cabin. Started with the night of someone crying in the woods. Roof is clean and I'd wager. Second night, that was my fault. I got heated, to put it gently. I stomped on my phone so hard that the floor shook and the book fell off the table. Or I stomped so hard that something knocked it off. All that matters is it fell and... <sighs> There's a newspaper clipping here in... Uh, witchcraft in Appalachia. The headline is, Search for Missing Turnerville Resident Called Off. Um, the Search for Missing Turnerville Resident Lisa Kornacki, that's the name, Lisa Kornacki. The Search for Missing Turnerville Resident Lisa Kornacki has been called off after the two-week-old investigation bore no additional clues. Neighbors say Ms. Kornacki kept mostly to herself and appeared to be living alone for the previous four months. Ms. Kornacki's parents claim their daughter would have been seven months pregnant at the time of her disappearance and are offering a reward of $10,000 to anyone who provides information leading to the location of their daughter, dead or alive. What's this doing in Joe's book? What page was it? Oops. Something fell out of the book landed on the ground. I picked it up and saw that it was Angie's hair. That's Angie's hair. Joe, what were you doing with a lock of her hair in this book? What was your plan? Who did you become? Why? Why didn't I stop myself? The first time I met Angie alone was by accident. My job site was next to the bank where she worked. I saw her from the second floor scaffolding, getting into her car to grab lunch. I told her I had enough food for the both of us, which was a lie. So when she agreed and we sat down to eat together, I let her have all of it. I told her I wasn't hungry. But when you're not the one eating, you have to be the one talking, and I said too much. I told her she had the prettiest eyes I've ever seen. 
I told her that when I think of her, I can't help but smile. I told her I was falling for her. She said I should keep that information to myself. But the next day, when I saw her on site, I apologized. She asked what I was doing for lunch. And without giving me time to reply, she said she brought enough food for both of us, for real this time. Then it was neither of us talking with anything but our eyes. First time was in my truck. I'm not proud of it, or anything else, really. Then it was the motel during our lunch break. And after that job was over, it was the motel before work, always before, stepping out of bed, getting ready again, but this time together, the way it could have been, the way it... I felt a hand on my shoulder, but when I turned, no one was there. I pulled away and ran to the other side of the room. Who are you? What do you want? I felt the hand on my chest this time, cold like whoever it was had just come in from the snow. I recorded two hours of what sounds like someone rummaging through the cabin, moving the furniture, emptying cabinets, rifling through Joe's papers and his books, and then nothing for the next four hours, until I awoke on the floor, head throbbing, my chest bruised the size of a fist. any. Mr. Atkins, Deputy Lamar. Lamar. I'm coming, just give me a minute. Good morning. Uh, certainly make them bright these days. Me or? The sun. Come in. Uh, sorry, it's such a mess right now. You want some coffee? I can make some instant if uh, it it was where I left it, but uh, there it is. Coffee, Deputy Lomar? Are you all right, Mr. Atkins? Do I look sick? A little hungover, maybe. Feel my head. Do I have a temperature? No, your head feels fine. You want me to call you a doctor or a... Priest. What's that? Nothing. And no, no, I'm fine. What can I do for you this bright morning? Got called out by your neighbor, Mrs. Cleden. Seems her son Rufus hasn't been home since yesterday. And considering his, you know, blind and deaf thingy, the woods isn't the best place to be lost. Not unless you have a path of yarn going through the trees. What's that? I have reason to believe Rufus Cleden follows a path of yarn, touches it, to travel through the forest. And uh, what makes you say that? I cut it down. You cut it down? He broke the window and, see, covered with a trash bag. I chased him into the forest and 
That's when I found the yarn. Yarn going through the trees? Yeah. Like it was his path? Mm-hmm. And you cut it down? That's... That was the first time I considered what I'd actually done. A blind and deaf man was possibly lost in the forest because of me. That's right. You mind taking me back there for a look? I... No. Let's... Let's go. It wasn't your deputy's finest move, Sheriff. Letting someone who'd taken away a blind man's second sight lead him to the scene of the crime. Of course, I hadn't even considered the gun on Deputy Lamar's hip until I was walking beside him. Right out there, beyond that window that never got repaired. I remember timing his walk, judging how I would need to flip up his holster and yank the gun in one move while he raised his right arm. It's designed to be tricky. But I watched, studied, step, step, grab, step, step, grab, take the gun, shoot him, and run. I could be in Mexico within 24 hours from anywhere in this country. You'd never see me again. Instead, here I am, which means... So you're saying the yarn was right here? It was. I know it was the last time I was out here, but... Mr. Atkins, by any chance, were you drinking last night? A few beers, but this isn't... You've only been here two days, right? That's right. Looked like more than just a few empty beer cans in there. And considering you've only been here two days, I... I know you're dealing with tough times, so I'm going to go easy on you here. But what you told me about this yarn business and chasing after Rufus Cleeton, you better pray we find him, unharmed. You understand? I told him I understood. And we walked, him to his car, I to the cabin. I started with the cans, bagging them up, then the furniture returned to its place, the books piled, the papers stacked. That's when I found it. It's a map of Turnerville with a red X on the right side of it, on top of North Haven River, where they found Joe. I guess we're going there today. <laughs>